You're listening to the Really Useful Podcast. This is the tech podcast for technophobes from makeuseof.com. Welcome to the show. My name is Christian Corley, and you're listening to the really useful podcast. This is a tech podcast which uh, brings together all of the tips and tricks that you need to uh, complete the tasks that you need to do on your computer or on your phone or using your smart TV, smart equipment around the house, that sort of thing. Now, it cannot have escaped your notice that it is December, Christmas is approaching. This week, And for the following two weeks, so three episodes in all, we're looking at Christmas topics. Joining me in this week's show is Gavin Phillips, and we're going to be looking at how to make the most out of using technology to decorate and create atmosphere in your home in preparation for Christmas. In subsequent episodes, we'll be looking at uh, online shopping, ahead of Christmas, and we'll also be looking at what to do after Christmas. So, Gavin Phillips is joining me, and uh, we are here, as I mentioned, to uh, discuss a few things about Christmas and getting getting it started, because, you know, you come into December, and quite often it's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? Well, the wham-bam feeling that, oh, no, you just pootling through the end of uh, autumn yeah halloween's just happened and then before you know it <laughs> holiday season is staring you right in the face isn't it that's absolutely it yeah so we've uh, got a collection of tips to uh, help you sort of get a start with christmas and just you know, set you on the right track uh, and these tips are about decorating and atmosphere and just creating that xmas atmos i don't believe i just that's it that is you know, that i'm pretty sure that's a black adder quote Oh, really? <laughs> I think it is Xmas Atmos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we'll kick off with this one. How to make your own Christmas lights. We've got, got a list of eight ways to make your own Christmas lights, courtesy of Phil King on makeuseof.com. I'm just going to go through these briefly. Uh, number one, there's custom length Christmas lighting that you can install yourself. Great video guide explaining how to do that. Uh, if you want to go a little bit further in the same area of uh, putting up around your house, there's rain gutter clips that you can 3D print and attach LEDs to. You can go for a sort of... Um, these bulbs that you use, there's two different types, C9 and C7. Choosing the right type can be difficult, so um, there's a useful video guide for uh, helping you choose the right one. The C obviously means candle-shaped. There's a way of controlling Christmas lights with a Raspberry Pi. You need a bit more than just a Raspberry Pi. You need like a whole sort of um, junction board setup. Uh, but that's wholly achievable. It's something I've wanted to do for quite some time. Uh, there's another thing you can do. You can create a Christmas light show using addressable RGB LED strings. That is another project that you can do with an Arduino. But one that I really like is colour washing with strip lights. And you can use that to create this whole sort of RGB, uh, Christmassy, atmospheric uh, downlighting effect if you uh, position them in the right place. And then there's the other one, projection mapping. That's become more popular over the past few years. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. And another thing you can do is uh, sync your Christmas lights to Christmas music. I mean, why why wouldn't you, if you've gone to the 
trouble of setting up Christmas lights, why wouldn't you want to sync them to music? But just going back to that there, projection mapping, we've actually got a projector, and uh, it's not quite for projection mapping. But the key thing about all of these, I think, is um, you need a power source. And that's why we don't use our projector, because we don't have a power source at the front of the house. We've got one around the back of the house, but who's looking at the back of the house? We don't even back on No, if people are around the back <laughs> of your house, unex- yes, and if they're around there unexpectedly, you've got other problems as exactly, well. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, any projects here you fancy doing, or would you know, if you had the time to uh, kick off with one of these for yours? Um, I really like the uh, the C seven C nine light bulbs. They seem really nice, um, and would I like the variety of colours you can get with them as well. Yeah, and having a, a, a custom string seems pretty good because you can go down the shops obviously and buy your off-the-shelf type solution but having a custom version you can make it really like nice and unique to suit like well the lighting that you think suits your house wouldn't you yeah yeah now the next question then is inevitably do you decorate the exterior of your house at christmas well uh we do a bit but we don't go over the top um we have some like light strings and that sort of stuff but there's no um like furniture on the lawn and uh, laughing uh, father christmas and all that sort of stuff how about you no we don't it is <laughs> simple simply too much effort yeah exactly i was like going around um after christmas and getting towards the end of january and seeing all the people who have gone ah i wish i'd not quite gone to so much effort <laughs> yeah well all the ones who were uh, by the summer They've still got Father Christmas hanging on the side of the chimney. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At that point as well, though, you think, wow, we'll just leave him up there. We're close to exactly. Christmas again now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. I mentioned 3D printing for one of the uh, clips in the uh, last collection of projects, and we have got this awesome list of 3D printing ideas you can use this Christmas or indeed any Christmas. And just... When I say awesome, there are 20 ideas in this. So if you've got a 3D printer and you wanted to make Christmas a little bit unique, this is your opportunity to uh, check out the uh, the necessary files and create Christmas decorations and other ornaments. So you can create a miniature Christmas tree, a spinning Christmas star. It's a little bit intricate and can be a little bit difficult to put together, but it looks amazing. There is a Santa ornament you can create and a similar Rudolph ornament. Both of these have Santa and Rudolph sort of suspended within a sort of whirlwind sort of filament. And they can be printed either with a coloured filament or painted after the fact. That's roughly the same for all of these. You can create a sort of hold Christmas ornaments with um, star shapes. There's a snowflake decoration, which seems somewhat uh, obvious and uh, seems eminently plausible to print out as well. You can create a whole decoration for your mantelpiece of a sleigh and reindeer. Reindeer figurines, even, and jointed Christmas figurines. Uh, you got really going... I mean, th- the initial ones we discussed really were um, 3D or spheres, but now we're talking to full sort of 3D models. You can 3D print Christmas cookie cook- cutters. And I have to say, looking at the description and the, the links, uh, and all of these uh, in this article, these are linked to uh, projects on Thingiverse, which you can download the necessary files, the STL files for your 3D printer. I've come, you know, I have three children. I've come across 
a, a very wide selection of what I would probably describe as substandard cookie cutters over the years. I don't know if it's the same for you, Gavin. But but these 3D printing ones look very well designed, so it's uh, probably a good option to uh, take a look at those. Uh, you can create a spiral Christmas-themed chess set. You can also create a puzzle chess board and give that a Christmas feel. There's a Trinity knot pendant. A candle shade you can create with a th Christmas feel. And if you want to keep people entertained at the Christmas table, what about a bedlam puzzle cube or a bedlam cube puzzle? 13 unique geometric pieces. That'll keep people waiting whilst they're... Uh, if that's even small enough, you might be able to uh, sneak that into a uh, DIY Christmas cracker. There's a rubber band gun. We're getting away from Christmas here, obviously. Indoor boomerangs, a cable holder, and a Nintendo Switch cartridge case for your Nintendo Switch cartridges. Always useful at Christmas. And individual Christmas gift boxes as well, which uh, brings us back to specifically Christmas things. But, you know, those other things are, all have their uses at Christmas time, especially, you know, we were talking about Christmas lights earlier. A USB cable holder would seem uh, pretty useful for that as well. Uh, Gavin, do you have a three D printer? I don't have a three D printer, no. But uh, we um, were going through uh, one of our cupboards recently in the sort of, you know, before it gets to the holiday period, you have a bit of a clear out, don't you? Yeah. And um, discovered a gift given to the girls, my daughters, uh, last Christmas, which was a pair of three D pens. Um, ah. Now this. Kind of okay. I mean, you feed uh, some PLA wiring into one end, and then it heats it up, and you yeah. can sort of make some three D, three D esque <laughs> designs. <laughs> How good they are, you know. I, it's not all down to the artist with this because you're trying to create a three D design on a flat surface. Yes. <laughs> so unless you're particularly visually gifted with this sort of thing, you know, but we had a good go at trying to make some uh, Christmas stars and that sort of stuff to go on the tree to varying degrees of success. So uh, okay. it's, it's good fun. I reviewed a couple of 3d printer pens for make use of over the years. <laughs> and the first one was for, for adults, but the second one was for children. And my eldest daughter helped me review that. And she absolutely loved it. I think the thing about 3D printer pens is, um, if that's what you want to call them, um, is that it's good to draw in 2D with them and then build up into, you know, maybe, so, for example, I, there was an Eiffel Tower build that I did for the review, the first review, and that was a case of uh, drawing out the plan, you know, th four times for the four sides of the Eiffel Tower and then gluing them all through, <laughs> or heat Heat, plastic heating them together you know so i think that's probably the best way but uh, yes i uh, when i was a kid there was a thing called you know you have a kinetic sand now there's a thing when i was a kid which was sort of i don't know what it was, it was sand art or something like that and you'd have like a tube or a bottle of of sand with an with like a small opening at the top like a pen like opening and then you'd take it into water and then you would draw with it underwater and it would stay in intact in how you've drawn it you know you run your finger through it it would just turn into normal sand and float all over the place but you could build things with that in a similar way to you do with a 3d printer pen don't know if you can see oh that. that's really cool that sounds fun yeah it was fun it was okay we're gonna move on because you know you got the decorations sorted what else can you do but get the music started gavin how do you create a collaborative spotify playlist i mean i don't even use spotify so pretend i do explain to me how do you do this Okay, so the best way to do it, 
um, is well, everybody theoretically needs um, Spotify as well. Although you could just do it with a few people in the same room if you wanted. Pass the uh, smartphone around. Everybody adds a few um, few songs to the playlist. But uh, if you are separated and your families are apart and you all want to listen to the same playlist, uh, Spotify can bring the joys of that home to you. So on the Spotify. Um, desktop app or mobile app you would head to the new playlist button um, select the new playlist button give it uh, a description a nice cover image if you so desire uh, a name as well um, something festive perhaps um, and then you will click the three dot item uh, icon sorry uh, in Spotify, which you'll find in both the you know the desktop app, uh, the web app as well, I should add, and the mobile app, um, and you scroll to the bottom, select share, and then you select the um, share with anyone links, and then you can send that to your friends or family. And once they have access to the link, they can also begin adding songs into the playlist, just as they would with any other playlist. Right. Um, I think one of the things to do with it, though, as our article on Make Use Of suggests, is maybe give it a specific theme for Christmas. So the suggestions are, which I quite enjoyed this first one, actually. <laughs> Make an ugly sweater-themed playlist. Ask each person to choose songs that are as cheesy as an ugly holiday sweater. Uh, which I quite like that one. Uh, the second option or uh, suggestion was make a secret Santa playlist. So randomly assign each guest uh, or each person you want to share the playlist with um, a secret Santa, uh, but they have to choose a few songs that they think uh, their uh, person would like. So that might be quite a fun thing when you're getting together uh, for like a family meal or what have you at Christmas, or you're doing yeah. your secret Santa or something in the evening, um, you know, stick your secret Santa playlist on, and when it's that person's turn, they get some tunes to go with their uh, potentially good or potentially horrendous gift. I also like the ugly sweater-themed playlist idea. It's uh, definitely got uh, potential, that one, I think. Do you have uh, an ugly sweater, Christian? A Christmas sweater? <sighs> well, I didn't used to. And then a few years ago, my wife bought me a uh, a Star Wars themed Christmas jumper that says uh, "Merry Sithmas," and I kind of like it. <laughs> nice, because it's a nice pun. Yeah, so exactly. uh, it's it's not what I'd call it ugly. It's very cheesy, isn't it? It is, yeah. But um, my my wife also has uh, developed over the years. I don't know when this started. Christmas pajamas. <laughs> One use only, maybe two. Oh yeah, uh, pajamas. Yeah. They're open. They're opened on Christmas Eve, and then the family's matching. So we all wake up and we're wearing the same pajamas, basically. And <laughs> that is as close as it gets to ugly sweater, I think, in our house. And uh, I mean, ugly pajamas would work for me, I think. What about you? Um, I've got a few. Yeah, not particularly ugly ones, but uh, you know what I was looking at um, is the the Microsoft sweaters, which they do every year. Microsoft release a Christmas sweater every year, right? And uh, they sell out like like hotcakes because everyone wants one. And um, I was like thinking about trying to get one for this year, and yet again I sort of missed the boat. Oh. But I was looking at the prices of them. Oh my, it's like ninety something dollars, I think. For Good lord. 
a Microsoft branded sweater. I was like, ah, oh, thanks, but no thanks. That's that's excessive. It's funny you should mention that, actually. This is nothing to do with Christmas, but uh, very recently, Atari has relaunched Atari Club, of the company we call Atari, uh. which isn't really the original Atari, but we'll skip that for now. And they have launched items in their club, such as the classic Atari Club jacket. And you can buy an Atari Club member's jacket for $148. Ooh, they do not look lost top Gorgeous. quality and they just have an atari emblem on them i i am they they are really cashing in on this uh old retro thing atari at the moment yeah it's not cool is it no it's yeah, not it's a lot of money and you can imagine the markup on that is like five thousand oh god it's gotta be it's gotta be Okay, so um, anyway, back to the uh, theme of this week's podcast, which is, um, you know, decorating an atmosphere at Christmas and using technology and gadgets and uh, other things to uh, help you along the way for that. Everything we've discussed, incidentally, you will find in the show notes. So uh, you can uh, click through to those after listening and uh, do some further reading and research and uh, uh, get yourself in the right frame of mind. Because, you know, Christmas, I mean, it's December. Christmas is here. So uh, let's get this Christmas started. Now, we've already talked about music. What if you want a bit more music, a bit beyond the Spotify playlist, maybe on Christmas Day or for your Christmas party? We've got a list of the top seven sites to listen to free, free Christmas music online. I'm going to go through these quite briefly. We have iHeart Christmas. We have Radio.net's Christmas playlist. We have AccuRadio, which also has a Christmas playlist. Something a bit more specific. Always Christmas Radio. There is Jingle Bell Jukebox. I don't know what that's about. Uh, there's the Christmas radio stations on internet radio and the same sort of thing on webradio.fm. And these are really, you know, they're just the ones that are available online because, I mean, you might be driving. If the I, I don't know this for definite. I'm guessing this is similar. In the UK, we have a number of radio stations and TV stations that kick off sort of, I'd love to say on the 1st of December, but it's usually sort of late September, early October with the Christmas material. And so, you know, if you're in your car driving, there's probably a lot of Christmas stations for in the car. And if you're at home and you want Christmas movies, uh, I dare say there are dedicated channels springing up for a few weeks, which will present that uh, type of material to you uh, gavin do you um i mean we've already talked about christmas playlists do you actually have a christmas playlist or, is, or do you have a favorite christmas station in your family uh i wouldn't say we have a favorite christmas station I tend to just listen to something on say spotify like we were talking about yeah. earlier of which there are many many sort of christmas playlists sure. and if you do use spotify uh one of our favorites is just the spotify like christmas classics playlist um it has all the you know the classic christmas tunes on basically it's good for background music when you're putting up your decks and putting up your tree and what have you but if we're in the car or something like that we tend to listen to um bbc radio 6 which doesn't really have a specific christmas thing going on but they will throw in christmas yeah, songs yeah. amongst the other myriad genres they cover do you listen to a christmas radio station or, or, or are you similar in that it's just a playlist that you shove on or something well 
we um we reached i was recently forced at, at uh sort of um gunpoint on oh, no, there's no gun involved it's just emotional heartstring pulling to take my children christmas shopping at the weekend and we ended up driving uh taking a 40 mile drive which uh takes a lot longer than 40 minutes unfortunately due to uh, traffic up to newcastle to the metro center and on the way my wife put on one of these uh, dab stations that pops up just for christmas and it was a coldplay song that came on second so i immediately switched it to our amazon christmas playlist <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is our sort yeah. of Christmas fallback because it's got a good mix of sort of classic and more recent uh, Christmas songs, so it's it's a good mix. So I, I quite like, it. and of course, there's there's no adverts on the uh, Amazon Music, so that's an advantage as well. No, for sure. I I think for me is that part of it is that a lot of the like the more modern Christmas songs I, I don't really know that well at yeah. all, especially anything sort of released. I don't know, last 10, 15 years. I'm just, I don't know any of them. So when they come on, I'm like, oh, what the heck is this? I don't know. Yeah, Get yeah. that off. <laughs> yeah, I know the, uh, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're saying there. So, so that's, that's, you know, there's, there's plenty of things that you can do to find Christmas music and Christmas, uh, and, you know, by extension, Christmas TV. But there's another thing you can do because you can get Christmas carols and karaoke and festive songs from the internet so i mean for instance either you wanted to listen live or if you wanted stuff to um you know to pipe around the house just for general atmosphere you know that is why we're here this week i'm going to go through this because this is more uh this is less sort of elvis crooning i'll be home for christmas and more sort of uh carols and things so you've got radio santa claus you've got tinsel and tunes which claims to have the finest mix of Christmas and holiday songs. You have the musical advent calendar, which is a nice approach because, uh, you know, you click it and something plays or opens up on YouTube to play. You have uh, Tis the Season to Be, which is Christmas karaoke. Yes, such a thing exists. And you also have, for the uh, full traditional take, the hymns and carols of Christmas, which, I'll be honest, Looks like it was coded in 1995, the website, but uh, regardless, it uh, still uh, serves the purpose. So, there's, I mean, there's so many different ways that it really does look like it was coded like, before most people had a computer. Um, I, I think it looks fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it does, I love it. That's where I'd be going. <laughs> I mean, in, in fairness, it does actually look like a church service printout, so... <laughs> in its defense yeah yeah so yeah so that is the that's hymns. all the words you know all the words are going to be accurate <laughs> <laughs> the hymns and carols of christmas that one is so uh so yeah it's another good collection of things that you can uh, pull together for christmas and uh get that music you know, the, you know do the decoration stuff and just make the house warm cozy decorative christmasy because you know it only happens once a year. It's just for a few days, depending on when you start and when you finish Christmas. Cause, you know, you might be a tr you might be a modernist and just do it up to sort of the end of December, or you might be a traditionalist and Christmas actually starts on Christmas Day and runs through into January. It doesn't matter. These things are there, and uh, the decorations are there, and you can DIY it. You can sort your music out, and you can do it for minimum 
of uh, minimum outlay as well. A lot of this stuff is free or re relies on uh, things that you already have. And even if you don't have a 3D printer and you want some of those 3D printed stuff, there are 3D printer services that will um, create them for you and ship them to you. So, uh, so that's that. <laughs> Well, all of that lovely seasonal atmos brings us to the end of this week's really useful podcast. I, I really hope we've uh, been able to help you find something that you can, you know, grab hold of for this Christmas and maybe do something a bit different with your decorations, do something a bit different with your music, and maybe even, you know, it's put you in a place where you think, well, I can, I can do this, and if I can make the house look nice and maybe sound nice, maybe I can invite some people around and have a good, good christmas meal or you know a little christmas party christmas drinks whatever without feeling that maybe things aren't christmasy enough i mean let's be honest you can't really go too christmasy at christmas can you so the opportunities are there now as mentioned everything we've discussed you'll find in the show notes that accompany this podcast and uh, those notes themselves will have some further links on to discuss uh, to take you to things like some of the players we've discussed the playlists the 3d printed projects etc so it's it's all there for you bundled up uh, and may, maybe even gift wrapped like a nice christmas present you've been listening to the really useful podcast with me christian corley and gavin phillips we'll be back for another christmas themed show next week until then it's goodbye from us Thank <laughs> you.